All right, Anthony on Air Podcast back for another episode. Thanks so much for joining us. We have an update as Ghislaine Maxwell is demanding charges against her be dropped. There's a Trump conspiracy theory that is starting to formulate. I'll tell you what I'm hearing. Uh, Fredo Cuomo making some news. Ted Cruz is also making some news. Obama versus Trump, the 9-11 bar, the UFC car theft, another hanger banger, or is it banger hanger? I can't even remember. And JSAB's comment. By the way, the hanger banger is where we put all the good songs of the week. So uh, stay tuned for that. We'll tell you what the good ones are. Frankie C is here with us. And if you couldn't tell, I'm, I'm kind of yeah, right there, not guy. saying anything because my, my, my microphone broke. chose right now all right. to fall off the table. All right. Well, you fix it up there and we'll get uh, we'll get into the Galen story. So. Uh, Ghislaine is demanding that two charges filed against her should be dropped, dismissed. Joke. Which ones are they? Uh, I believe the last two. Uh, she's saying prosecutors improperly obtained evidence. This is according to documents obtained by Radar Online. Maxwell's legal team is trying to have the most serious charges thrown out. Her lawyers accuse prosecutors of having communication with the lawyers who represented Epstein accuser Virginia Jeffrey in 2016. The prosecutors reportedly had discussions with Jeffrey's attorney while the alleged victim was suing Maxwell in a civil suit. Epstein's accuser sued Maxwell for defamation. We've talked about that a bunch. That's where all the, the document leaks came from. That case that was settled in 2017. However, prosecutors were, con uh, were to convince a judge to unseal copies of Maxwell and Jeffrey's depositions. The transcripts were used to bring the sex trafficking charges against Maxwell. She believes they misled the judge who allowed them to unseal the deposition transcripts. In her motion, Maxwell says, quote, the government now confesses that it had significant and substantial contact with Virginia Jeffrey's attorneys in 2016, while, Jeffrey, while the Jeffrey defamation suit against Maxwell was ongoing. As part of an effort to instigate a criminal prosecution of Maxwell for allegedly trafficking Jeffrey and others and then lying under oath. Maxwell says she finds it hard to believe that nothing improper occurred when it misrepresented these contacts to the federal judge when obtaining the order to unseal the transcripts. So basically oh, well, she finds it hard to believe. Well, yeah, too bad. This is a Hail Mary pass. She's basically saying that in all this time, she doesn't know, her lawyers don't know, but they're basically saying there can't be any possible way that there wasn't a misrepresentation or wasn't any sort of uh, improper conduct while the lawyers were obtaining the information. Based on what? I mean, what, you could say that about anything. Oh, it can't be. Well, you have to prove that, don't you? Her attorneys argue, quote, had the prosecutor not affirmatively misled Judge McMahon, the government would never have obtained the 90,000 pages of material it now possesses, material that is central, indeed essential, to its case against Maxwell. So there also, there's also this, they misled her to release it, to release this information, and now that the information is out and she's been tacked on with these additional charges... That it's you understand like one domino pushed the other. That if yeah, they if they didn't mislead the judge to release the info, she wouldn't have had the other charges. So she how wants did they mislead the judge? 
They did not say. I mean, she released the info. It's up to her. I mean, mislead or not, it was her decision. They're saying that she based her decision on misleading. Uh, you know, they they misled the judge, which is what the judge based the information on. I don't know. We'll see. This, Frank, this is why you hire a ridiculous amount of high-profiled, expensive lawyers. It between yeah, between who, now and November, they are just not going to stop with this. They're they're not going to leave any stone unturned in an attempt. Everything's to, a problem. Everything's yep. going to be uh, nope. Got to throw out the case. Yeah, got nothing. This is wrong. This is illegal. This is that. It's every other day. There's going to be a new. I'm, they, I'm sure they have a hundred people in the office working on finding shit to to throw back at them. You left the S off of that. Hundreds. I'm sure there's hundreds. Maybe. I mean, I can't even imagine. We were just talking about this with the Bill Gates uh, thing last yeah. episode, wasn't it? I can't even imagine how many lawyers are clocking in on this and, you know, and working on it. It's, you know. No, it's going to be, it's got to be an obscene amount of people. When you but. think about it, though, when you think about it, if you have, let's even conservative, let's say 30 million, let's say that's what people rumor her to have. A lot of people think she has more from her father left over and entirely possible. But let's just say 30 million. You will literally spend 29 of that to not spend that. The money is useless if you're in jail. So you might as well blow all the money in an Trying attempt to, stay out, to stay out. Yeah. If you wind up staying out of the jail and you have $150,000 left to your name, it's totally start worth a new it. life. Yeah. yeah. It's totally worth it. You rent the place, you start a new life somewhere. That's it. That's all there is to it. And especially this one, she seems to have a lot of friends in high places. So yeah. uh, being able to uh, crash on somebody's couch, and by couch, I mean luxurious guest house that's probably bigger than most people's homes, right. probably not going to be an issue for her. I mean, she won't be able to show her face in most places, but... Yeah, well... Them's the breaks. Most of us couldn't show our faces in most places because of the whole mask thing, so... Yeah, should be fine. <laughs> Jerk. You're all up to date on the latest from Ghislaine Maxwell. All right, there's a Trump conspiracy theory out there. You've been teasing this for two episodes now. What yeah. do we got? Now, it's... You know, this is, by the way, this is a conspiracy theory. This is... These people are saying this. These people are saying that. None of this is confirmed. I am not spreading false rumor. This is more fun than anything else. This is like when we talk about aliens. Take this with a yeah. grain of salt. A conspiracy theory is not based in... It's no. not fact. It's a no. theory. It's a consp It's and like I will Bigfoot. We don't I, know. I will say mostly all of this is not based... Is not been reported. Has not. This right. is just let's have a little fun with what it's people... theory. Are, starting to churn up about former president Donald Trump, which has kind of been talked about before, but all this new stuff coming to light is kind of interesting. So the theory is, is that he's got uh, dementia, Alzheimer's, if you will, that he's been, you know, suffering with erratic behavior, which on a perfectly healthy Donald Trump, erratic behavior is, I would say, baseline, right? Wouldn't you say that's basically operating as normal? I feel like, yeah, what's the, di how do you tell the difference between regular Donald Trump and, uh, and Alzheimer's Donald Trump? Now, follow me through this whole thing, and nobody should be getting mad or offended at dementia. Because, again, fun theory that we'll throw out there, and we'll see if what people think. I'd love to know what you think. Because it, it, some of this you've heard before, but the last couple of parts is what kind of makes you think, well, wait a second, you know? So 
remember when he had COVID and he decided to take the limo ride? Mm-hmm. People, there was this. That's when. That's when I you first started to see the stories pop up with the erratic behavior that he's lost it. Supposedly, I remember somebody reporting at the time that even Donald Trump Jr. or Eric Trump, one of them, was upset the fact that he was that he hopped in the limo to ride around while he had the COVID and and all that. I stuff. guarantee you. One of the kids did not badmouth their own. Yeah, I, I I highly doubt that as well. But that was what some of the people were were buzzing around with. So uh, yeah, I would shoot that down too. But that, again, that was the story. What I find particularly interesting is, um, when was the last time you've seen Donald Trump address people in video via video form? It's been a while, but that's some- normal. For somebody, for somebody who loves to address the media, loves the spotlight, he's been banned from Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, right? Well, that's where we saw him the whole his whole presidency. After that, right, right, and and from his, you know, from the White House or whatever, occasionally. But now that he doesn't have any of that, but okay, but here's where this all kind of comes and ties in together. His good buddy, the My Pillow guy, launched the Frank uh, social media, so he could be there. But even more so, less joking around, he launched. So supposedly, we were supposed to see this social media network from him, right? And now we're not seeing it, and we were kind of thinking we'll see it in March, April. Okay. Did I? Did we make a bet on this? Did back in like January, February, when we heard this rumor of he was going to make a thing, social media thing? It was. I was like, I guarantee you, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. It's going to fail in some way, in some weird way. We're not going to see it. I feel like I said that. We'll have to go back to the tape and see. All right. I'm not just... patting myself in the back, but we haven't seen. Well, it's thing, not a thing it's, one. It's not a long thing. shot that you said. Odds are, if I had a bet on it, you probably said something like that. You tend to say negative things towards the man. A negative, factual. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. So we're supposed to see this social media network. I, by the way, I'm all in. Like I think, of course, that's why wouldn't he? That's the next logical step. You get thrown off your social media, you start your own. Okay. So we're expecting this. Even the days leading up to them announcing what became eventually his blog, the rumors are churning that social media network, even his own people, who's the guy who's with him all the time? Oh, I just lost his name. Anyway. He was in the picture with the Diet Coke. Remember the, after he said boycott oh, Diet yeah. Coke? Um, I forget the name of the guy. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He was even hinting days before to Fox News, which is very typical of what happens. Like you throw, you tell your friends in the media, stories come, like we're going to be doing this. So those kind of things started dripping out. And then we got the announcement of the blog. And then I kind of thought, okay, well, the blog is a precursor to the social media site, which could still be. But I find this interesting that little rumblings during the presidency that he was starting to lose a little bit and act a little crazy, right? Um, certainly telling everybody, when you tell the president of the United States to go calm everybody down during January 6th and he says, we love you, you're special, not kind of crazy, he asked me, not the, not the best delivery to calm people down. So you have those things. Now you have social media site where we're not there yet, but we get this blog now. Your old pal Ant, your old pal Frankie C. J. Sabs, certainly if we put our, our, our money together, doesn't reach anywhere near the amount of money that President Trump has. 
Yet supposedly we've managed to pull off our own website with video on it, you know, <laughs> every day. Some not too shabby graphics. Right. Exactly. You want to show off some of those graphics? Sponsors every now and then. <laughs> right. So my point is, is here's a guy who loves the shirts, love the spotlight, right? Loves the attention. That's where the guy thrives, right? Why hasn't he posted a video on his site? There's other ways to put video on websites outside of YouTube. What was and, he going to say besides the, the normal bullshit? But it doesn't matter. It, the, so here's where the conspiracy theory comes from. That he's being used by whomever because the Trump name still has the support of the people, right? So even if Trump is unfit to continue to go on, even if he doesn't even want, let's say he doesn't want to. Let's let's play a game for a second. He's, I know what you're going for here. Wait, hold on, uh, let me finish. But he's, let's say he's not crazy. Let's say he's not lost his mind, but he's tired. He's had enough, okay? But he knows he still has swing. He's got pull, he's got heat. He could move some things around for the Republicans. He says to whomever, use my thing, I'll write some stuff, or you write some stuff, whatever it is, and we'll keep the whole Trump train going. Because, playing into this, it doesn't make sense that every Republican abandoned him January, most I should say, January 7th and on. Most of the Republicans, right, acknowledged that the election was fair and the results were just and certified the election, okay, with their votes in Congress. And then slowly, one by one, Lindsey Graham goes down there and visits him, comes back, starts singing a different tune. Uh, the other guy there um, who just removed Liz Cheney goes down that Kevin McCarthy goes down there after shitting on Trump and three days later goes down comes back starts whistling a different tune now you can say because yeah, he's because he's probably gonna run again well you can say it's Trump and he's gonna run again and he still has the power but what if he doesn't what if what if there's some other entity people behind the scenes what if it's Donald Trump jr who knows, hey, the old man, A, doesn't want to do it, or B, has lost it and can't do it. But we don't have to tell anybody. Good news. Come election time 2024, when we don't run, we're going to put our weight behind whoever, DeSantis or whoever it is, and that's how you guys are going to take back the White House. And yes. that would be the reason why everybody, all the Republicans flipped, and we haven't seen him on video make an actual statement. This is a classic case of not learning from his history. It's the same idea. What you're getting at is the same idea of Trump taking his, his name and sticking it on something. And that something lasts a couple of years and then it bankrupts and goes under. So this is the same thing. Yeah, but that's take his, his name. That's his move. Instead of running the Atlantic City casinos, he just leased his name to other companies who ran the casinos. This is essentially yeah, what he's they, doing. And then they and then they go and and file for bankruptcy. It's not in, a lot of the time. Yeah, but it's a different more times more times than any you know any successful person. 
Yeah, but yes, but he's still the the name still has brand value with at least half the country. Yeah, but it's going to I mean, if history teaches us anything about slapping the Trump name on it and then ignoring it with, you know, and then he ignores it. Yeah, but his hotels uh, uh, still do well. I mean, the one that just they just imploded. Yeah. In Atlantic City? No, I, 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 nobody's denying the failure of Atlantic City. But but the problem with that argument, and I'm with you, buddy, but the problem with that argument is that city has failed overall. Like, nobody's been able to make that shit work there, no matter what your last name is. Still it's, going. It's been a tough Still go. Still places going. Overall, That'd yeah, but tough. a lot of places have closed. And it's it's yeah. it's yeah, kind of but a skeleton of what it was, even pre-pandemic. Two, two Trump casinos closed. That I know of. I know. I know. In, uh, in Atlantic City. I'm just saying it's not a the, the the argument doesn't fully hold water. All I'm saying is he puts his name on something and he gets behind it for 50 seconds and then he forgets about it and then it goes under. Well, I agree. But let's get back to the conspiracy theory. And that is that what like why haven't we now I've seen him say I've seen people say he's shown out at a couple dinners he said a couple of things. It's all well and good, but this idea that he's just going to blog every day instead of be put in front. I, I have a hard time. But the guy who loved to drop a video at a moment's notice, a tweet, all this stuff now doesn't want to be on camera. Well, where's he going to drop it? He puts it on his site. He could put out a video on his blog just as easy. Why hasn't he? He I sits there know. and writes something and sends it out. I see pictures of him on the golf course. I see him taking photos with people. Because he's playing golf and he's just living in Florida and he's not he's not campaigning. He's just sitting back and, and fundraising for, for, you know, for bullshit. But, but hasn't done an interview, hasn't done. Doesn't need to. I mean, it seems very strange. Look, usually, it's very counter him. It's you, not him. Thank you. Usually the code of conduct is you lose the presidency, first term, second term. You shut up until the the person who followed you is done. Every president has basically done that. They say very few. If they're going to do so, an interview on something or whatever it is, they don't really comment on the current commander in chief. So is this the one? But he's commented on. on well, that's Biden. what I'm saying. He's gone. He's already blue. He's 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 gone with his blog. He's gone past that. So he's not being quiet. I have a hard time finding thinking that he's going to still comment, but he's not going to do videos like it doesn't make sense. You're already commenting. What's the difference if you do it in video form or I don't know. Maybe there's a, a bit of shame and finally accepting the fact that he lost. I don't know. I, I don't know because but like don't you isn't it we like you don't find it weird no that, it is weird that he's not showing his face or he hasn't done anything with Tucker or Hannity or any of those guys like they haven't had a like it seems quite odd yeah no that's that's true I mean I mean especially the last couple of days the market has kind of taken a dump you know you'd think he'd be there to kind of like talk that like when you go to donaldjtrump.com, when you go to his site, there is no shortage of material there. He's putting stuff out sometimes twice a day, three, four times a day, sometimes less. Sometimes huge, like huge, long paragraphs. Huge. Huge paragraphs. Yeah. Gigantic paragraphs. 
Let me tell but, you something. Sleepy Joe would fall asleep in the middle of these paragraphs. That's how huge they are. Okay. Fantastic paragraphs. I'm They're not just falling lovely. asleep. During these. <laughs> I don't even know if his eyes okay, are open to. under those glasses. Can't tell. People tell me he's sleeping. Will Weekend you, at Bernie's. Shut up over there. God. <laughs> this guy. But look, I mean, here, look, here's one of the posts. You know, look, it's a, that's a huge. Yeah, I doubt he wrote all that himself. That's a lot. So, I mean, this idea. I highly doubt he wrote all that himself. This idea that his staff or somebody in the Republican, like what? Like maybe it's the Republican. Like, again, McConnell hates this fucking guy. Voted to secure uh, to ratify the election. Right. Shit on him a couple of days after did all that stuff. Then went and had a meeting down there, turned around and went right back to McConnell. Kissing his ass. Yeah, and it's kind of like I wonder. Like, it, it. By the way, it's not past and to to say any of these pieces of shit, both Republican and Democrat, would totally sell their souls out for a chance to win. That's all they do. That's all they're good for. All of them. But there's this kind of fun, intriguing thing of what if they went down there, met with the powers that be, seeing that it's over. Let's keep this quiet. Let's let's get on his side, get on his team, knowing full well he'll never he's not coming back and we can ride his name onto at some point in 2023 when DeSantis, who's by the way, the rumbles of DeSantis running for president are getting louder and louder. And Trump, I feel again, you could add another layer to this theory. I don't think that Trump would ever allow that to happen, you know, Unless he's considering him for a VP run, which is entirely, entirely possible. Maybe that's the case. But there's a lot of rumblings that he's going to run for president. And maybe that's the move. The Republican Party sees the make. And, you know, and again, it's not it doesn't have to be that Trump's a nut bar. What if Trump just said, listen, I've had it. I can't I'm not going to do another four years, but I'm happy to help you people put a person in place who's going to follow my agenda anyway and and help them win. If it's not him, no, I find that hard to believe. If it's not him, he's not going to care. Also, let me just stoke this flame on the fire. What if that is the scenario and that is the case and Trump wants DeSantis to be prez and his son slide into the old VP spot? Again, I find it hard to believe that he would give a crap if it's not him in the spotlight. I'm just saying if his time has come and he's ready to pass the torch along to his son and DeSantis and him would be the ticket, you know what I I'm saying? Do not, I, until he's until he's no longer with us, he's not. Or he's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and, and it, it is Trumpy Jr. running the show and this is him and his play to get his own little thing in there and have it cooking. Maybe I'm watching billions too much, Frank. I don't know. I'm not sure how yeah, it all shakes I, out. I think it's all I think it's all a mess right now. And they're I think the fact that people aren't turning on it, like the the you know, McConnell's and the Grams, is because his supporters haven't turned on him. Once they do, it's over. Well, we'll you know, see. But that's his the supporters fun, are their supporters. That's the fun little Trump conspiracy theory we'll throw out there. Now as we go to the Fredo Cuomo story, let's bring in our expert on old Italian men, and that's Jay Saps. How are you, Jay? It's weird. I 
I came in just as Frank was talking something bad about Trump. It's so weird. He never does that. <laughs> well, I, we were doing a lot, of, a lot of it. Was the topic was Trump conspiracy? What do you want me to do? That's was, true. There was a lot. I didn't write that. the topic. This guy did. I just right. comment. Allegedly, I'm not going to agree to that. That is a conspiracy. That's part of the conspiracy. All right, Chris Cuomo, uh, according to CNN, engaged in inappropriate conversations with the staff of his brother, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, as they were trying to figure out a way to navigate the sexual harassment allegations. He talked to the staff? Yeah, so the Washington Post had this story, which credit the Post, which is a very liberal Democrat paper, to take a shit on uh, the Cuomos. Um they were saying that it was Chris Cuomo who encouraged his brother to take a defiant position and to not succumb to cancel culture, which is super interesting because Chris Cuomo is one of the major driving forces in cancel culture being on CNN. Just saying. Um, saying to stand up to cancel culture. And he had, a, he had several meetings with Governor Cuomo's staff behind the scenes, coaching them on how to handle all the allegations that were coming out against Governor Andrew Cuomo. Wait, his staff, you mean? Chris like Cuomo CNN was talking staff? to Governor Cuomo's staff. Oh, coaching oh, them oh. how to coaching them through how to handle the thing. This is after Fredo himself pulled said he wouldn't be commenting on his, well, his brother's thing because he's so close to his brother. So there's an hour's worth of television that didn't get the proper coverage. Well, I think, I mean, am I wrong here in that? And I'm not defending the Cuomos. I'm just saying that he re recused himself from reporting on it. So why can't he advise his brother and whoever? Because He's not reporting on it. He has nothing to do with with, with the inf giving the information. It's his brother and his and his staff. Why can't he I advise? Mean, it, it's weird to talk about your brother on TV. He doesn't. <laughs> you he know? keeps it. He no, doesn't do it. That's what I mean. Like, it's got to be weird. You know, I'm sure they're pressuring him to do it, too. I'm sure CNN is like, you but better talk about your brother. I'm talking to two you people know? who shit on their brother on this show all the time. I, I don't understand. Do. I don't get this I take at all. I shit on her brother. I don't shit on my own. You've shat. No shit. Oh, that's right. That's only behind the scenes in text messages. That's mm -hmm. right. It's just, sure. I don't know. It's weird. I, I would find it. I mean, but you know that they're like... That's why he doesn't do it. Can you just talk it. about him? Can you just do it? The other anchors do it. Everybody else does it. Well, I but think he, he was. Said, it's my brother. I'm not going to. It's a conflict of interest. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about and it. And I think that's wrong because you know what? Game face on, motherfucker. When you get into that booth and you put that lapel mic on, you should report on the day's news. Whether it's your brother or not, you should tell the story. You know what I'm saying? Like, to, right. You Because ba basically, what he did was he took that important story. And took it off of primetime cable news for an hour every single night while it was happening. Yeah, but it's on before and after him. I mean, he can't talk about it. It's his brother. I, it, no matter what he says, anybody who's watching him is going to be like, well, I can't take this guy's word for it. It's his, his own brother. He What's could he going to say? He could My still... brother's a giant scumbag. No, but so he could still report on what happened that day without having an he opinion on it. report on it. On it like a every... bias. But he's also an opinion show as well. So he can't talk. He can't report something and not give his opinion on it. I guess yeah, he can, but that's not CNN. the show. Come on. Well, let me give Governor Cuomo a, a nickel's worth of advice. Fucking Fredo 
is the one who sunk the Corleones. So I don't know why they're letting this fucking Fredo in any sort of position of power to, you know, oh, counsel anybody. You know what I'm saying? It's time it to kiss this motherfucker on it's the lips true. and tell him there's a plane waiting to take him out of Havana. You know what I mean? What made him yeah. Fredo? Who, Cuomo? Somebody yeah. somebody called him that while he was at yeah, a bar. Yeah, but why? Somebody, cause, uh, yeah, somebody was dick. rousing him when he was at a Hamptons fundraiser and called him Fredo, and he got all upset. No, he, he said to the I guy... I get that, but why call him Fredo? Why is he Fredo? Because he's the dumb older brother. Yeah. I guess, but he's a successful. Oh, actually, he's I think like... Andrew's older, but he's the stupid brother. Like, like how we call you Fredo behind your back to everybody else. <laughs> yeah, but that I understand. To tell him. <laughs> no, That's, but... That I understand, but at least Cuomo's successful. He's got his own show on prime time. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, See, a lot they, of people would argue he's already. He's only. I'm sorry, Janine. You got. You were saying. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I was saying they call him an idiot. He, he is kind of like. He's kind of goofy. Yeah, yeah, he is. I, I I've watched him. No, I have watched him in like over a year, but he was. He's, every time I watch him, he's not stupid. Mm, he kind of stinks. He really. He's not. He's not good. He always. He not does good. these. In, I, I've watched him do interviews, and I, maybe lately, I don't know, but a year ago and before that, I've watched him, and he seemed to know what he was talking about, and most most of the time if i had to rank all the cnn people like don lemon and uh wolf blitzer and all that he would come in dead last yeah he he, he would come in absolutely dead last because i i think the argument is a lot of people feel this way that he kind of really only got there because of his brother you know because his brother's maybe been a high profile guy for a long time before even being governor he was in the you know he was in the federal government and you know yeah fan of him of his or not being trying to be as objective as I can, I I don't see him as stupid. Oh, he might be really stupid. You know, you know, he might have said some stupid things here or there. I mean, one thing he said that was very stupid. It was a while ago, but other than that, I mean, on the air when he's doing his his broadcast, he's not totally stupid. Well, I mean, he's not stupid. Like you know, you know what he's like. He's like our friend, somebody, and his brother. They could be compared to <laughs> Fredo and Andy. You know wow. who I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about. Wow. Yeah, that was rough. I'm not going to comment on that. Oh, my God. You just called one <laughs> just of our kidding. friend's brothers Fredo. By the way, Megan Kelly had an excellent point on this. She tweeted, why does CNN think it's no big deal that Chris Cuomo strategized against at least seven women publicly accusing the New York state governor of sexual harassment and assault. How would you feel if you were a female staffer on his team? What mattered wasn't the truth. It was protecting the family period. Yeah. She's yeah, got well, a point. You always protect the family. You always protect the family. Come on. Well, if you are rule uh, number one, if your brother, if your mother, anybody in your family is, is accused of something. Yeah. You're going to defend them. You're not going to defend your, your own, family, your own brother. Well, if, if, if it, they did it, yeah, if it was know. my job to tell you what happened that day, I would tell you about it. I would say it. You wouldn't. Mm. Uh, well, he. There's two ways to do it, I guess. You could either completely separate yourself from your from your brother, or and and you separate yourself from your brother and you just report on it, or you don't report on it and you get closer to your brother. 
See, I feel like this is a if you now if you're asking me my opinion, I feel yeah. like this is I feel like he should leave his I feel like he should leave his show. Not that he should be fired. He should leave his show. If he could pick his Ooh. brother over his Ooh. audience, then you don't deserve that audience. Damn. If, if my sister Damn. went out and killed somebody tomorrow and it was the story of the day, it'd be right up there on that fucking screen next to whatever else we were talking about. Because that's because when you do yeah, this, you 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 probably you you have a bond with the audience I, that like you, you show don't have up a every bond day with your family put that. F it's a different thing. It's a different. It's a different Damn. thing. Because Anthony's it's, fucking ruthless. It's not like you're saying he did this. You can go on there and say such and such a woman is accusing the governor of this behavior. The governor is denying it. Blah 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 blah, and you move on. You tell the story. You don't have to have an opinion on it, but you should still tell the story. Recusing yourself is basically protecting your brother and screwing over your own audience from yeah, hearing what the story right. of the day was like has he been saying this is the story and then not commenting on it or he's hasn't been saying anything he recused himself from covering the stories is what it here's what the it thing though is. too because um, obviously okay. he's oh go ahead janine i'm just thinking here thinking out loud Obviously, since he's on their side, would he even say anything bad? Like, would people even say anything bad on CNN about Andy, even though it's their side? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. they do. I don't they even say... know if they would. And listen, I'm not, even, kidding me? I'm not even going to make the uh, I'm not even going to make the argument yeah. that they were all there, the CNN people, to shit all over the Fox. I'm not even going to make that argument because the Fox News people who were harassing women constantly behind the scenes deserved every last bit of it. But what I'm saying is, is half of these guys, Wolf Blitzer, all these guys go into fucking war zones with bullets whizzing by their head and they come out of it and go, hey, it's part of the job. I'm here yeah. to tell the story. But all of a sudden, because it's your brother, you can't fucking do it. Then yeah. you don't deserve a show. Well, People, what yeah. if uh, it's the same thing if you're a judge? You're not going to rule on a case. That's different. That's different. How's that different? Judge is different from journalist. That's two different things. You still you have to give way in a little. It, it's a it's a show where he weighs in. If he's just going to sit there and just talk about, you know, he's, he's not going to talk about it. He's just going to say this is what happened. They could just scroll that by if they wanted to. Doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't matter. How how many. How many people are like, you know, on 9-11 were reporting shit that didn't know where their loved ones were or their brother was a cop, their sister was an EMT or whatever it was, and they were there telling the story. They didn't fucking recuse themselves on, well, on oh, one of the toughest days of the year in the history of the country. Yeah. No, you're right. It's a it's a can you leave it? at It's a personal choice or no, there's no, no personal choices. No, when you're you, a journalist, you can't make a personal choice. You yeah, take that yeah. job. You have a commitment. I, I'm not. I, I'm saying if I was in his audience, I would be upset, and I would I would feel like why would I watch this guy if he's not if he's just going to pick and choose what stories he could do or not do. If his mother if his mother died, God forbid, what is he going to do? This is too personal of a story to tell you. Like this, like you fucking tell the story. When his brother does something great. Does he recuse himself from this story? 
No, definitely not. Yeah, but this is an ongoing investigation. Not, we don't know the thing. When the, the but, but when he does something great, does he go, this is my brother, I can't, I can't comment on it? No, he'll comment. So but only he, when it's bad for his brother? This is... This is the definition of, of hypocritical. Yeah, I guess. But I feel like also it once the story is over, let's say, and he's let's say he's uh, found guilty of all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I think wouldn't I feel like if Cuomo then doesn't report it, then it's uh, it's ridiculous. But if it's an ongoing thing and he's because he's closely involved in his brother's life, doesn't mm -hmm. that. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, if he's involved in the story, yeah. how can he report? Well, let me put it to you this way: story. If he's going to recuse himself from something, recuse yourself from helping your brother and do your fucking job that you signed up for, that you get paid for. He's also his brother. Okay, <sighs> all right. If you're, if you're, I'm now I'm dumbing down my. I feel like I already won this, but I'm gonna keep don't going. Don't dumb down. Don't dumb anything down for me. I'll <laughs> no, I'm dumbing down. I'm not dumbing it down for you. I'm mm -hmm. dumbing down my example because I'm going from journalist to football player. When Eli Manning plays, this is so uh, patronizing. I can't. No, I can't I'm not patronizing you. Right I'm just saying. He's mansplaining. You're mansplaining. When, if just Eli, kidding. If Eli Manning plays, who's the other Manning now? You got me so upset. Your mother. <laughs> When two brothers play each other on the football field or the baseball field, do they go, I can't strike out my brother? I can't do it? It's a little different. They dig in. They go for it. They, they, yeah, they're they there to do their job. They're there to win. Yeah. Right? Fine. He should report on everything his brother's doing. It, what if he's a witness? <laughs> what if he becomes a witness in this whole thing? Well, that's I a wonder. different story. Now you're talking about well, like, what if he could be? legal stuff. What, what, if, if he what if lawyers asked? told him not to do stuff? Nah, I don't think it's that. I think it's I just think that it he don't that. want to. But Because if it was know, that, you don't know. He, but if it was that, he would say uh, legal counsels advise yeah. me to not talk about it. Yeah. Okay. That's Maybe. a different Martin story. Said that. <laughs> All right. Well, then if that's the case, then fine. But yeah, yeah if you're if it's just a story, he could probably say what the story is. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to, you know, hide the fact that there is a story. All right, let's move on to the next fucking moron of the night, Oof, and that's uh, Ted Cruz. This oh, God. piece this of shit. Do. He tweets too. yesterday. Yeah, he tweets yesterday. Holy crap. Perhaps a woke, emasculated military is not the best idea. And he's quote tweeting somebody who mashed together a commercial for the Russian army, a commercial that airs in Russia for the Russian army, which was tacked on to the big before or tacked on with edited with a commercial for the United States army. Well, that was a very long explanation. <laughs> that was, yeah. But, but I, I wanted to explain it because when I play it, you got to kind of know that going in because the, the first part is entirely oh. in Russian. So, uh, but I'll oh, understand it. I'll show you. I'll show it to you, and then I'll explain if you can't, if you miss it, why Ted Cruz is such a gigantic pile of shit. All right. So here's as if we didn't know. Here's the here's the commercial. And apologies to the to the listening audience. This is a very much a visual thing, but as you can tell by his description, the Russian commercial is very like tough and hard-nosed uh -oh. and traditional and the 
commercial for the United States military is not not that at all. So here you Alright, so you got you got guns and boots and a lot of chiseled young gentlemen. Right? There's not a woman in sight. They're jumping out of airplanes. They're on some sort of attack. They're in the snow. They're all this stuff. Begins in California with a little girl raised by two moms. I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age to marry my other mom. With such powerful role models, I finished high school at the top of my class. And after meeting with an army recruiter, I found it. A way to prove my inner strength. I'm U.S. Army Corporal Emma Malone Lord, and I answered my call. So, you have, you have what would be like your typical, like if Ivan Drago got to direct a Russian army commercial, he probably would would sketch right. this together. And then you have a U.S. Army commercial that, uh, I'm not disagreeing with Ted here, is a different tone altogether. Oh, yeah. Sure they are. But to tweet, holy crap, perhaps a woke, emasculated military is not the best idea, like... This is what pisses me off, especially a Republican like him. Republicans always claim to be the party of the military. And then you basically, t it's not like this was a fictitious thing. This is a real person. This is really her story. And to take that much of a shit on her, a member of the military, because yeah, the fucking commercial doesn't look like a, 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 like a, you know, a prototypical, stereotypical fucking thing is maybe one of the shittiest things this piece yeah. of shit has ever fucking done. <laughs> shittiest I think we, this piece of shit. <laughs> I think we all know that when you enter the military, you go through all that hard shit. You don't need to see it every day to know that what these men and women are doing is difficult yeah. and the training this, is unbelievable. This girl went through the training. It, it shows all. up every day, puts her life on the line. Well, what? Because she's got two fucking moms? She's not as... as as uh, tough as the fucking Russia. And by the way, yeah, it's a sense. fucking commercial, you asshole idiot. It's a commercial. Yeah, really, everything this guy fucking touches is he's such an idiot. He's so <laughs> out there. Like he, he's got the wrong message for everything. It's unbelievable how, how on the other side of the world this guy is. Yeah, this he is, is on the other side of the world. <laughs> no, not really. The U.S. though. Where is Cancun? That's not on the other side of the world, is it? <laughs> um, this is the worst thing that he's ever done. By you far. Think so? oh, well, he's there. an idiot, though. By They're far. all idiots. Because you could he's see done her. done some shitty things. You could see her fucking face. Yeah, they show her right at the end. Like, I'm in the military. I'm, you know, I, sense, I've been defending this country since I'm like a little girl. Yeah. Could you believe? Well, you know, how do you freedoms. think Emma Malone, U.S. Corporal Emma Malone, fucking feels about this? Yeah, could you imagine her watching that? Uh, watching, seeing his tweet, and oh, that's that's my. Uh, yeah. What if she's from Texas? Oh, that's my uh, my senator. That's, and, you know, that's the guy or that just uh, represents like, hey, you know what? me. The guy's an idiot anyway, so I don't really don't but care. But this what he is says. the guy that's elected into office. He represents me, and he's taking a shit on me. Are you uh, kidding me? I mean, I'm sure she's. It looks like an intelligent young lady. I'm sure she knows what a piece of shit he is. Yeah, but, exactly. Absolutely, but, but the, that's the thing is too is it's a fucking commercial. It in no way represents. The reality of our how tough our and why 
what because she's a female with two moms she can't be as fucking tough exactly as another country's military because they stereotypically put a bunch of fucking buff looking guys in a commercial you're you're automatically you, and this is what drives me crazy about today you're so focused on fucking beating the other side that you would slide your own fucking military under the bus to make a point against fucking woke culture. Exactly. He doesn't, uh, it doesn't, he has no shame whatsoever. He'll just, whatever he has to do. She should be allowed to take out her service revolver and shoot him right in the knee. That is the only thing <laughs> that would bring this back to any sort of justification. Or in his keck. Yeah. Yeah. Next time he salutes someone in, you know, in the military. Yeah. I should just hold up that, that, that tweet he did. Yeah. Say, oh, that's, that's that how you feel about me? Here you I, go. I, Am I, am I crazy here? Am I the only one that's no. like, we've lost our fucking minds? No, he has. It's your own fucking military, for Christ's sake. No, he's, he's Because they make a fancier commercial. You know what? You Shit on the uh, ad agency, because they're the ones at fault here, if you want to take a blame. But they just picked yeah, a direction. Exactly. It has nothing to do with how tough, how tough any side our, is. our armed forces are. You idiot no. fucking piece of shit. He really sucks. He really sucks hard. I can't stand that guy. Um, as oh, what about Ted Cruz? How do you feel? As tough as I yeah, feel right. about Ted Cruz is not nearly as much as Obama uh, feels about Trump. Damn, that this was never cold. Ends. This is this is just gonna that keep going. Cold. This political stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry, but this is kind of what's lined up for the day today. Um, the story is, oh, this guy's got a book coming out. He actually said a couple interesting things. If people don't like uh, Kamala Harris, she's going to get shit on in this segment as well. Um, this guy has a book coming out. Let me get his name for you here. Uh, the new book is called Battle for the Soul Inside the Democrats Campaign to Defeat Donald Trump by Edward Isaac Dover. He's a staff writer at The Atlantic. He broke the story the other day that at some point during the the uh, Democratic primary, um, who's uh, Biden's wife, Jill? Yep. Yeah, she really took a shit on uh, Kamala Harris. Remember when Kamala said that uh, she was on that bus and she accused uh, Biden of being a racist? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. She he he put it in the book that Jill Biden is quoted as saying that Kamala Harris should go fuck herself. Oh, <laughs> I could see her saying that now. Hey, you, defending your husband. That's do you fine. think like when like when they get on the same ticket, do you think like when you have that first couple's dinner, do you get that out of the way? Be like, listen, you might hear you might. Hear, I said some not so nice things about do you do you like get oh, that out of the way? Do you like acknowledge it or are you like I'm, I didn't say that. I'm I would sure have they to talk about it. I don't know, if, especially if other people are around and can quote you as saying it. I don't know if I could. Oh God! You know, I'm sure they talk about Awkward. it, and they 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 go, "Listen, this was all political strategy, et cetera, yeah. et cetera." Right. And you know, I'm they sure told me to tell you to go fuck yourself. Apologies, left and right. Who knows? Like like people, you know, that have to work with each other do. Yeah. So here's what Obama said, and I, and I'm surprised at this for this reason. You would think after eight years of being on the top office, you just really wouldn't give a shit anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, like, 
to me, Bush doesn't give a shit. Like, I don't think no, he, he gives no fucks. He's checked out. Zero. He's just like, I got birds to paint, man. I, can't, I don't have time for this. Um, but according to the book, Obama called Trump a madman, a racist, sexist pig, and at one point was quoted as saying that fucking lunatic when referring <sighs> to the president. That is not the worst thing I've heard him be call called. I can't imagine Obama saying, like, I know he says Yeah, it. that's what I was saying. I know. I was thinking that, too, when I read it before. I'm like, I can't see him saying this. Like, yeah. For some reason, I don't know. I just can't yeah, see him saying that. because he's a classy guy. Yeah. He may not have said it in public. He probably said it among a couple of people. His strongest remark over reports was prompted by reports that Trump was speaking to foreign leaders, including Vladimir Putin, amid the investigation of Russian Putin. election interference and links between Trump and Moscow without any aides on the call. President Obama commented, that corrupt motherfucker. <laughs> love it. Fucking we, love sorry, it. Yeah, sorry, I was just sending signals. Um, oh, wait, I missed that. I'm sorry. One-eye signal? Yeah, exactly. I, that's, I can't believe he said this, really. I just can't see him saying this. Like, you know when you just can't see certain people saying, like, certain yeah. things? This is him. Yeah, because he's, he's classy. Agree, but, you, but he did... What did he call Kanye that time? Remember? What did he say? Oh, he's yeah. an he's ass a... or a stupid ass or something like that. Let the girl get her, her award. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, with, with Taylor Swift. By the way, great. he knew he screwed up immediately when he said that and had to walk that back for a long time. I don't think he screwed yeah, up. Really. Oh, he, he called him right. a jackass. He called jackass. him a jackass. Yeah, something. That's what he he was right. Oops. Everybody knew he was a jackass when he did that. Yes, but the president of the United States should not be lowering oh, no. themselves now, down to now, a level. Stop it. Stop it. To comment Stop on, it. on Kanye West. Years, the last four years. Oh, here you're we gonna, go. You're going to pull. He can't call Kanye West a jackass when left and right every day Trump was calling someone some weird, ridiculous name. No, he shouldn't have done it either. I, I, I Hey, I don't think Obama as, can't get one. As much as Rosie O'Donnell may deserve a slap in the face, I don't think she deserved <laughs> the way she was treated. I don't think that that was called for. Oh or Megyn so Kelly, for that matter. That yeah, I'm not saying that Trump didn't do bad things, but I don't think the president should be commenting on uh, on award shows like that. Yeah. It wasn't on. even like an official statement. He was asked, like, like the cameras rolling, but he, they weren't talking to him yet. Well, no, that's why it was even more wrong, because he thought the cameras weren't rolling yet. No, he, he knew that they were around. He was and in that the was, room with cameras pointed right at him. No, because that was early on in his presidency, and he learned right quick those things are always rolling, and you're always oh, well, mic'd up. And watch okay. what you say. He's a tech as a jacket. Yeah. It's fantastic. I love it. All right. There's a 9 11 right, bar. All right. I got it. Why would he do that? He's a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> He's a jackass. Yeah. See, and he I was feel like, like that's the most harmless name that we've heard in the last 10 years. Mm. All right. 9 11 bar down in uh, Texas. Bar 9 11 is the name of this place. This is a bad idea, but go ahead. Um, is uh, messing with some people a little bit. Uh, Jesse Tyler, a Missouri resident, wrote on Twitter, drove by this bar and thought, huh, I wonder what that, that's about. Uh, turns out it's about exactly what you think, he tweeted. Um, he wrote on Twitter and posted images uh, taken at the bar named after 9-11. Uh, bar 9-11 owner... Brent Thompson told the Post, I get it. It's a sensitive subject, insisting that, yes, um, 
the name was never meant to offend anybody. He says, and I quote, if you don't have all the facts, you probably are going to have a negative reaction. Bar 911, he explained, actually serves as the lounge area of the Tex-Mex restaurant Rio Mambo in the City View area of Fort Worth and got its name nearly 15 years after the tragedy. The establishment's relatively understated interior features a gallery-like wall with four picture boards featuring images taken in the aftermath of the attack. Thompson said the story behind the bar's name is not a ploy for publicity. He told the Post that he had been preparing for the soft opening of his first restaurant on that tragic day in 2001, uh, which took the lives of nearly 3,000 people. He said, at the time we opened 9-11, was just another day of the week, but that morning was when my wife called me at the restaurant and told me that the plane hit the towers. Um, Thompson soon found out, and his opening day jitters soon gave way as fears of the attack started to set in. It wasn't until the bar's 13th anniversary in 2014 that Thompson felt compelled to pay special tribute to the somber opening day after he heard a sobering statistic on the news that a high percentage of Americans would wake up 15 years to the day of the tax and not remember the tragedy. We don't celebrate 9-11 that way, but when I heard those figures, I just thought, you know, that's kind of tragic. That's when he decided to rename the lounge area, previously dubbed as Charlie Bar, after a former employee uh, after that fateful day. Bar 9-11 also includes decor with a narrative timeline of September 11th that compares Rio Mambo's opening morning with the events in New York, Pennsylvania, and D.C. Still kind of disrespectful, I feel. It's, yeah, I, it's weird. I understand he wants to make it like a, almost like a shrine with the, the images and stuff, but you're still making money in there. That's still yeah, a and weird you, you don't have it there. You don't have it there. You have it in the city. You don't have it there. Right. And there's like plenty of memorials all around for 9-11. Plenty of ways yeah. to remember. Isn't a bar supposed to be a happy gathering place with right. fun? Uh, right. And... That's, that's a weird, it's a weird tribute. Unless I wouldn't call, like if you want to have a special area in the bar, that's like, hey, this is our tribute wall. You know, that's something. But I don't know. It's, it seems like to call it the 9-11 bar or bar 9-11. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's 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 a it's iffy. I don't think so. Like I, I'll even I'll even be dumb and bite that his intentions were good. I'll go along with that for yeah. with him too. But but even if his looking. intentions are good, it's still a, still kind of no yeah. not great idea. I would. Yeah. I mean, if he did something like ten percent goes to nine eleven families or whatever. I don't even know, that something. No, even that still feels. You know still what? Because. Icky. They, they were. We had the yeah. 9-11 victims fund. A lot of them were compensated, even the ones that are still struggling with, you know, the, the breathing stuff being compensated. I don't think we need the ten percent of your alcohol sales. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, every I, little bit kind of helped, but still, it's not a. I I see it's not a good yeah look to name your business. Yeah. It's a business at the end of the day, and it's to name that you're profiting from a, a name. You know, people are coming there to drink. Yeah, but, you know, you're using it's kind of being used in that way. It may not have been his intention. Yeah, but it, it looks that way. And you know what, too, like put a, you know, throw a flag up do the patriotic thing. I think that's the way in which we yeah. all like to, you know, yes, America, America honor that day. Right. I mean, we don't need. Yeah. You know, you don't. Yeah, that's it's mm, no, not a not a good look. All right, uh, a thief, a car thief, wound up breaking into the car of Derek Lewis, which would be not that big of a deal if it wasn't for the fact that Derek Lewis 
was a uh, UFC fighter. Oh, yeah. So what happened then? And a big, a, a big dude at that. Derek Lewis is a big dude. Uh, the UFC heavyweight contender Derek Lewis uh, posted on Instagram, "Mofo tried to break into my shit." He caught him breaking in. He caught him breaking in, and he showed off his uh, fist, which was <laughs> bruised from knocking the guy's face in, which is basically what he did. Uh, a public information officer for the Houston Police Department, Jody Silva, told MMA Fighting that Lewis found the man trying to break into his car with a screwdriver at 9.30 a.m. on Tuesday morning. Mr. Lewis went over to the suspect, struck him, placed him onto the ground until the police Damn. arrived. That's the nicest Imagine. way to put it. Imagine, like... Oh, picked the wrong, <laughs> you picked the, the wrong car, my friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. I'd love to show you the thing, but Instagram took it off of... Uh, oh, the fist? Yeah, which is so stupid. Instagram stinks. But there's there's Derek Lewis. Could you imagine? Look at those That's hands. That's a big dude. That's that a, a... <laughs> those hands are the size uh -uh. of my face. No way. Can you imagine Sorry. Like, the, car, the car thief? Like, if it's, this is my first car. I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> I'm gonna get it. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna drive away. I'm gonna make some money. Yeah. He happens to pick the UFC freaking fighter. <laughs> what the hell? What Son luck? Son of a bitch. What I luck? Can't, can't catch a break. You know what? Like I don't get carjacking. Here's why. Mm. Because you're always gonna get caught. Like no matter what, you're gonna get caught. You're gonna be found. That's the idea, like I guess. It, it's just. I don't know. It's just. It's just dumb to me. I just don't like it. I feel this way about crime in general. There are cameras everywhere, everywhere. now. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a carjacking. It was he was, he was trying to break into breaking it. into the car. Yeah. Okay. And Even he happened too, to dude. he happened to show up on upon the scene. Could you imagine? Right. He couldn't he couldn't get the car of Pete, the underweight Italian uh, yeah. accountant, the, the, or right. Some shit. right? Right. The ba the bag boy at the deli. You know, he couldn't couldn't get that guy's car. <laughs> no. You gotta get a friggin' UFC, not even like an amateur fighter. Yeah, the like UFC, friggin, <laughs> the biggest guy like, ever. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure. I mean, Jesus. judging by his size, I think he does fairly well in the UFC. So he's a, con a heavyweight contender. So he's probably got a nice car. I gotta tell you though, if the if that thief isn't scared straight by that, there's no scaring him. You know, like that. Yeah. that should be his wake up call. Steve. Like first like, and last time. Yeah, you know what? I am done in the car theft business. Yeah, That's I'm it. obviously the worst at it, so <laughs> it's not going to happen again. <laughs> He's retired. He's retired now. I'm going to become a bag boy at the deli. Yeah, could that's another great thing too, where you you get into jail and they're like, "What are you in for?" It's like, oh, I broke into an, a, a UFC fighter's car. Eesh. All right, let's is that see. a brag though? Can you brag with that? I mean. Not with you. I had the balls to do it. You know, not with your balls. face dented in. Yeah, I don't think exactly. All right, you should, you should see him. <laughs> this week's uh, this week's banger hanger. Janine, did you have a banger hanger for this week? I do. You do. Go ahead, um, ladies first. It's cold. There you go. And um, you're gonna laugh, but I completely forgot the guy who sang it. Like it just <laughs> flew out of my mind, and I'm like trying to think of it. So like the last there two you minutes. Go. Nope. Yeah. And um, Miley Cyrus also sings on this too. Oh, and the originally, guy! And there you go. Ho can't make a yeah. wife out of a hoe. That's no. the guy that was on SNL with her. Yes. Yes. What's his name? 
I don't know, but everybody mispronounces it, and he gets mad at the fact that they mispronounce it, so I'm not going to give it a try right now. Is it Kid something? Yes. It's like Kid LaRue or LaRoy. LaRoy. LaRoy, yeah. R-O-I. Yeah, but he doesn't... It's a good song. I think it's LaRoy, though, I think, or something uh, like that. It's So There You Go. Yes. So There You Go. That's a good one. All right, Frankie, why why that one? That's that's uh why that? Why'd you pick it? Um, I honestly never heard the entire song with like Miley's entire part, and I really like it. She's really good. She's a good singer. She has a great voice. She knows she's yeah. talented. I always thought so, but like now I like it even more that she sang on it. So yeah, she's I very see. Talented. I think that she hasn't even put out her best shit yet. I think that when she hits like fifty and. Mm-hmm. Let's the pop thing go and picks up that acoustic guitar. She's gonna be slaying it. That's, That's what it. I think. That's a good theory. I like that. But you just basically backed up what I said on the last podcast or the one before that about Megan Thee Stallion. That you just hear all this shit yeah. on TikTok and you have no idea who the hell it is. And then you hear, yeah. you happen to hear the long version. And you're like, oh shit, this song is pretty good. You know? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Dynamite dropping. <laughs> all right, Frankie C. What uh, '90s rock song did you pick this week? Oh God! First of all, it's a '90s metal song. Oh, okay. What is it? And it's Corn. It's called "Here to Stay," mm. and I don't even think it's from the '90s. I think it's relatively newer than that. Let me look up the year. It can't be more than 2002. You're definitely stuck in that whole decade. Damn it! You look that up. You're a dick. Is it 2002? <laughs> it's 2002. Oh fuck! <laughs> so it's, it's smack in the middle. June eleventh, two thousand two. You wow. can look at you can look at all my screens. I got my song up, and this is off right You're now. A dick. So, that was, a, that was a good. Thank that you. was a good year. I know my man. I, I know. Why'd you pick that one? Because screw you. That's why. <laughs> He's like because it's a great song. Because you knew that we'd give you hell if you put two weeks of Metallica in a row. No, I knew I wasn't going to do Metallica. I wanted to do Metallica the first week as the kickoff. Mm. And then, you know, I'm going to give that a rest. So I picked one of my second favorite bands, which is Korn. And they, this song, I, uh, when I went to work, when I used to go into work, um, I, I, I pay for YouTube, you know, so that I don't have to um, hear commercials, ads. And plus, you get to download your songs. Mm-hmm. So in case I'm in a tunnel or something, I could still listen to it without service or whatever. Um, so that's one of the songs I listen to. I used to walk to work in the city too, and it's it's like a kick-ass, oh. just like an upbeat, like mosh Frank, when you going back to work? Song. When you no going idea. back into work? Really? There's no. Yeah, they haven't said anything about us going back in yet. No, there's nothing yet. So we're still working from home. Okay. All right. All right. Um, mine this week is a brand new song. It is Man. by a group called Seawolf, S E A W O L F. And the track is called Forever Never More. And it is this like laid back acoustic guitar, but still kind of has like one of those uh, beats to it. Like it's got a little bit of a hip hop beat to it. Oh, and uh, I like it. Some nice 80s vocals. It's very. It's a, it's like a mellow banger. It's like perfect for this time of year. Outside grilling, put a couple so tunes good. on. It's like sitting grilling on the dock. You get a, yeah, you get some uh, sitting on the dock. Some burgers on the grill. You just hang out with your margarita. Yes, exactly. The beer at the end of the I day, did. a margarita. 
I dig, baby. Whatever it is, it's just really, it's really uh, can good. Can you play it? I don't think you could play it. I'm playing a little snippet of it for everybody. It's got this like. Yeah, uh, not a fan of the vocals. Oh, see, I like that. It's got that whole '80s throwback Cure like vibe, like not early night. Shut up, Janine. <laughs> uh, kind of like, kind of like uh, Death Cab for Cutie or who's the Arctic Monkeys ish kind of a vibe. See, to now, it. now I want to play my music. Well, we, I don't want to play for too long. No, you can't play. You can't play corn. They'll rip it right down. Oh, there you anyway, go. Anyway, and uh, kudos to uh, Stephanie, who submitted uh, her pick. I don't know this group, but I did listen to the track, because it also did come out this week. I think it did. Uh, Algiers, There Is No Year. It was just okay. pretty good. It was kind of this, like, uh, I liked it. It was like this hip-hoppy, like, kind of crazy beat. Like, it's, again, okay. it's that... Like mix between hip hop and um, and uh, acoustic vocals. It's, it was kind of strange. Thank you, okay. Stephanie. Yeah. This is more my speed. What's up, Beth? This is more me. It's yeah. More me. It's kind of like. Good job, Stephanie. Going to Anthony on air, submitting it. Everybody, everybody can do that. Yeah. Anybody can do it. Um, Tweet at us, message us, whatever, or you just tweet out, you know, uh, banger. What is it? Banger. Banger, banger, banger. hanger. Oh, my God. It's, us, we're getting you're not, it. it's not catching. You're not getting it. Maybe by week five. <laughs> well, for this week, it's banger, hanger. So if you put a hashtag banger, hanger on a song, we'll, we search before we do the show. And uh, we'll put we'll include one person in with, uh, with the rest yeah, of us. Yes, send it to us. We want to hear some cool stuff. We are all into music. Let's let's hear some good stuff. Yeah, totally. And uh, I can't remember the name. Who? Win Butler is in the group. It'll come to me in a second. The group that he's in, Arcade Fire. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds very Arcade Fire-ish to me. Algiers. Mm-hmm. Cool. So they're in. So I have actually heard of them before. Algiers? Yeah. I have. Yes. Okay. There you go. Uh, nice. Good pick. We'll end the show with uh, J Sab's comment that absolutely had me. Rolling what? on the floor, laughing. Did it really, like, did it really make you laugh? I was hysterical, absolutely hysterical. So I think it was last episode. We got this comment from this very nice young lady. I don't even know what we were talking about that spurred the comment. I think you guys were talking about like um, going after a woman at work. That's right. That's what it was. It was about, right. We were talking about why were we talking about that? Who? How did that even come? Bill, oh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Oh right. All right, Bill Gates. So anyway, um, I'm trying to find it now. Comments disappear on me on YouTube. I don't know why that happens. Last show, not last show. Last last show. The was it Monday's show or Wednesday's Monday. show? I think. Mm, I think it was Monday. It was Monday. Monday. You're right. Okay. Um, I feel like a lot of people liked it too. Anyway, so she was sharing her story, and Janine pulled a classic move, uh, which was commenting on something before you get to the end of the story. So this young lady, Linda. Linda, thank you so much for your comment. We all enjoyed it thoroughly. It was a long comment, too, by the way. It was. It was a, it was a paragraph would, and a half. I would argue maybe our longest comment 
to do. No. It's <laughs> probably up there. But I want everybody to know that we read all the con- and by the if it's, I do. If it's not me or Janine, like between me, Janine, Frank, and my wife, like, you know, and a couple of other people, we, every comment gets read. Yeah, every we every get, comment. We get, to, we get to them. Eventually. Sometimes it might take us a little long to get to them, but we get to them all. Anyway, she tells this lovely story of uh, doing community service at a hospital and meeting what would go on to be her future husband. <laughs> she but says, before... <laughs> During the courtship <laughs> part of the uh, the story, yeah, there, there was a, 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 you know an interaction. I, I guess read, they, uh, read it, read it, Aunt. This is classic Janine. So she says, "I was working off community service hours at a hospital when the director of purchasing approached me while I was living in uh, with the man that caused me to have to do the three hundred hours of community service." Uh, we were totally alone one day. He grabbed me in the back of the office and started kissing me. He went down south on uh, Linda <laughs> in the middle of a work day. To which, I mean, yes. By yes. the way, go read. The, you, everybody could read the comment for themselves. Yeah. The well, to which Janine put her first comment, which was, this is a very hot story. Yes. But as before you go on. Before reading the rest. As before reading the rest. Clearly, as you go on to read the rest. It turns out the guy winds up dying of cancer, right? Or some ulcer some surgery. Complications. Ulcer. Complications yeah. of a surgery. Yeah. And she writes, it's still very hard. <laughs> Could you imagine? What a hot story that was. She lays out her entire life story and gets a comment from the Miss J. Sabs when she lays her little heart on the line and her response is this is a very hot story <laughs> it was I'm but not then gonna lie. I love, like go for the, go for yours girl <laughs> it started out that way yeah but, but then but i like i like your recovery uh i comment. did have good i really like I, that's what i really like felt after i, I read the whole thing your backpedal comment janine's last right? comment was and i sent this before the end i'm very sorry for your loss <laughs> yeah that really made you laugh <laughs> at least you read the whole thing yeah because i just because i because by because i've been there and i can't i could just picture how stupid you felt going oh, oh god i did shit. i was like oh, i really did <gasps> yeah that was that was a faux pas as they say like i thought i was gonna be able to read this like, what is before bed tonight before i get a little you know what is her name something, something. Got it. You were going to use and her story I'll, as material. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Pick, and then <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I can't use that. What is her name? The per- the person whose story it is? I just want to say hello to her. Linda. Linda, thank you for posting and thank you for sharing your story. Yeah. And we are all sorry for your loss. Well, Linda, the- if you want to write more details about what happened in that first encounter, I'm all up for it. We should have a segment or a, a, something on your on the website, Dear J. Sabs or something, like a Dear oh Penthouse. Oh, I would love that. Like a Dear Penthouse segment. <gasps> yeah, because I was going to say, Janine doesn't want to solve people's problems. She just wants erotica. No, she just wants the, the juicy That's stuff. It. Yeah. That's it. And real well, erotica. I read a book that started out like that. Yeah, uh, by exactly. the way, I'm with Janine on this one. Real. Like, we could get made yeah, up Yeah, you can make anywhere. up anything, but yeah, no, yeah. Want real stories. Got that real deal story in there. That's like a hot story. I'm not going to even lie. 
I'm not going to even lie. But you, d- you ah. did just lie because you can't sit there and pretend like you don't fantasize about your husband's death. I've heard you wish death upon that poor man. <laughs> yeah. No. Yikes. So to be like, oh, only no. the first part is what I meant to. That's kind of a lie. That's a little yeah, that's true. That's true. Stretch. Um, <laughs> did you think about deleting your original comment? How close did you come no. to? No. I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave that up there to make her feel good about it. Like, yeah. you know what, lady? Good for you that you actually wrote that for yeah. the world to see. Did she? Did you? Did those your Ooh. comments get a like or anything? Um, or are they just hanging only, out there in the wind? I think I think only from Anthony. He okay. liked it. And that was it. I think. Yeah, it's hard because you don't see them. They're be- and hers is so long. So probably, unless people were hunting for it, you're you're not going to see it. And and no, what I happens? Mean, but she'll see. She should see it. I mean, she, I hope post- so. If your comment gets a like, you, you're you could see that. I think so. Do you get notified that somebody liked your yes. comment? You yes. get notified. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's hard because when other people start to comment and they and they start getting a lot of likes, those comments go towards the top. So, right. you know. Oh, yeah. well, I I want to know. I want to know more details. So, yeah. Hey, good that's story. Dear, I'm telling you, dear J Sabs should be every. Mm. Should be, mm-hmm. There should be a segment or a section. Well, I will say people are still rooting for you. I feel like every hour from some part of the world, we get a comment on being on your side with the whole Dunkin' Donuts thing. People yeah. are still in Team yeah. JSAB's corner on that. Well, I'll tell you, that, that one guy had a good suggestion. Go in there. Go into that Dunkin', that specific one. Ask for extra caramel. When she says no, can't. When she says you'll be charged extra, cancel the order. Go in your car, do the curbside. I mean, how more perfect is that? I did see that comment. That it. was genius. I was except, at that. except when they spit in it. No, they won't know. They Ooh. won't know. So your after, name. You are risking a yeah, luger. But they don't. They don't know my like. They won't know it's me. They don't know my name in there. Like, I'm not like oh, that with them in there. No. They got your picture. I'm sure they got your name up there. No. <laughs> oh, that's true. If you just, if you canceled and walked out, they won't know it's you who ordered until they, they get to the car. No, you know right. what I would do? What I would do is I would stand there in front of them, order it on the app, and make them make it right there. Through and the watch them make it? Watch them make it through the app. And then you won't get charged. I don't know which one I love more. Both scenarios are good. Oh, shit. They have to make it now, and they can't charge for the the extra. And they can't spit in it because they're right there. And you're watching them make it. What pieces of shit? Yeah. You stick your thumb in it as you hand it to you. (laughs) A lot of of moves they can pull. But that's the last time you could ever go there. You can't ever go there again. You certainly can't mobile order when when you're not there to look at it. That is a burned bridge. Yeah. You pull that kind of stuff? Yeah, that's the last one. Well, you know what? They're probably going to close anyway. Be honest, if it's they're closing at six p.m. Well, on. when you go there, is it busy? I mean, sometimes there's people there, not all the time. Okay. There's no drive-through at that one either. I think that's a yeah. problem. That's a it's a front. <laughs> Somebody commented that the reason why they're not open uh, late anymore is because they can't find the staff, which oh. might might actually be entirely possible. But see. Although I have sympathy for that, also where we grew up, the the Dunkin' Donuts in our neighborhood, I I swear, like one of those guys used to literally work twenty four hours a day. Like I don't know. I who, think I know oh, who yeah. you mean. The really skinny guy. 
There was a skinny guy and there was a yes. girl who used to because you would go in for a coffee see on the like same two people Friday morning, right? And yeah. you would see them. Then maybe you went in or somebody you know went in after work, they were there. And then you'd go there at like two o'clock in the morning, that Friday night into Saturday morning, and they were still and there. Yeah, there. Exactly. You know what I bet? I bet it was their one of their franchise. Their franchise. Was, yeah. 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 And they were just dedicated to it. Yeah. Right. I had to stay that here. Makes and sense. Be open. I see it. Yeah. Mm. Could be out. Okay. Uh, JSABs, are you going to take action? Are you going to execute on one of these plans in the next week or so? I think so. You are. I'm ready for it. Okay. I'm ready. I, I'm confident. I wonder if there's a way that we could film this. Could you film yourself doing it? <laughs> you got to wear a shirt with like a pocket right here. No, I don't. I don't even. I don't <laughs> think we camera. can film. You can't film them without knowing. But you could just keep it on yourself as you're pulling the move off. Oh, act right. like you're texting or something, and then you have your camera on you. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. No, I can do that. I've done that before many times, even to you guys too. So. Do that. Record that. <laughs> That's fine. I don't care. All right. Maybe we'll give you that eight-year-old GoPro we got lying around somewhere. Let's Dust go. it off. Yeah. So we can have horrible audio to go along with it. Oh my god! Hand crank that bastard up and get ready. <laughs> All right, we'll leave it there. Um, Ted Cruz sucks. That's the moral of this story. It is the moral of this story like Cuomo's not looking good? Ted Delayed Cruz sucks. Everybody sucks. I really think that this girl should be should be allowed to do. Remember when uh, the guy from SNL said that bad thing about the army guy? With the with the one eye, yeah, and then he apologized. It was uh, Davidson, wasn't it, Pete Davidson? Pete Davidson, yeah. And then he, the guy came on and he apologized. And yeah, Pete oh, wow. apologized. We should, uh, we need another one of those scenarios, except it ends with her slapping the ever loving shit out of him. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> or she gets to that shave his really head. Good. Or I mean, I can't Ooh. really say what I want to say because I feel like we'll get in trouble from the YouTube police. Right. Yeah, definitely. But anyway, nice kicking the old tomatoes. Uh. Enjoy your weekend. Hope everybody has a great one. Appreciate yes. you guys watching or listening all week. Thanks to all the new uh, viewers and uh, listeners. Numbers have really spiked in the last uh, two, three weeks. We appreciate that wholeheartedly. Thank you for that. Um, Remember to leave friend. us some banger hangers. Tell a friend <laughs> about the show. Share the share the uh, AnthonyOnAir.com. Shop AnthonyOnAir.com. Grab a shirt or something if you can. A bag, uh, t-shirt, hoodie, whatever. Um, and, uh, yeah, tweet, uh, tweet songs at us or on YouTube or Facebook and use that hashtag banger hanger. And, uh, we'll include you like we did Stephanie on this week's, by the way, you can see the banger hangers on the uh, blog page of anthonyonair.com. We'll catch you on the next one.